So this is a funny story too. I've he actually got he got a fucking uh, a medal of honor for stopping this guy for like committing suicide. Here's what happened. He was sleeping in the cemetery. Okay. <laughs> Talk about stumbling he, upon. Uh, he, he was sleeping in the cemetery. Did he get a bonus he, for that? He, yeah, like a award and all kinds of stuff. Wow. He was sleeping in the cemetery. He woke up and he saw a guy literally sitting in front of his wife's like gravestone with a shotgun like in his mouth. And my grandpa just went over there and was all like, "Hey, stop that!" Hey, you're, you're interrupting like, my nap. No, you're, you're interrupting, interrupting my, my nap. nap, guy. Can, like, can you load those shells him, a little quieter? I'm trying from, to sleep over here. He stopped him from killing himself, and he got like an award wow, for it and shit. Man, that's a nice story. Show misunderstandings and meatballs coming to you from La Piazza, Florida, Glendale, in so so Glendale. I am Justin Piazza, owner, I'm Jeff Galino. Well, cut me off. Sorry, owner of La Piazza, Florida, and you are Jeff Galino and Chris Bailey. Of where you guys, what do you guys do? Nothing, I'm a Nothing. drifter, vagabond. Yeah. yeah, okay, we're tattoo guys, <laughs> tattoo guys. Yeah, we, we, yeah we, but we I, there's about, nothing uh, to brag about. Of course it is. You're an artist. And, and I'm Matt Lox. I'm the producer and the rodeo and the babysitter. Matt Lox has a microphone. And he's got a microphone. And, and, I, and I have a microphone. Your topics are, are totally going to be judged now. I'll it would be refreshing to be able to debate with somebody instead of just having them yell at me. Dude, I don't so that's cool. Oh, but you love Trump, though, so maybe, you know what, I'll act like Trump did on the last see, debate. See, don't even have to mention me. Boom, here he goes. No, dude, well, okay, look, we've, we've went a few weeks, a few shows without even really talking politics. I don't even want to get into it because my heart's kind of broken. I, I meant to bring that up to you. You always I don't want to get into it no. or you didn't mean, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but then you do. But I don't, I, I don't make it my whole part of the show, and I don't go rambling for hours and hours, which we could. We could do a double live album today, couldn't we, with all the stuff that's going on? We could. I mean, seriously, I don't want to bring it up. We, still we can blame earthquakes on global warming like you did a couple weeks ago. We can do whatever you want, but, I mean, we could actually be here all night doing this. Okay. So we're, we're going to talk about um, the late, great Eddie Van Halen. Edward. That's right. Edward Ludwig, Van Halen. Ludwig Van Halen. And... I guess me and Chris are, and Matt are about are the same age. Jeff's a little bit younger, so we'll paint the we'll paint the picture here. Van Halen was introduced to me about 1984. What was that? How old was I? Not 11. It's when I really started getting into music, and that was when you know Diamond Dave Heyday. Everybody remembers 1984, Jump, Panama. Classic. You listen, and then from that point, I had to go back and listen to you know Diver Down, Women and Children First, Van Halen One. Van Halen 2, Fair Warning. I've got them all. I had I got the whole catalog back when I was a kid. Listened to them all. Um, was always amazed at Eddie. I mean, you know, if you look, I grew up in a musical background with my dad. I mean, I knew who Eric Clapton was when I was eight years old. I mean, not a lot of kids knew who Cream was, Jimi Hendrix. So to hear Eddie Van Halen play was, I mean, blew my mind back then. And then, of course, 1984 came, 1985 came, Dave left, and they went from Van Halen to Van Hagar. But I've been a fan ever since, and um, really sad. I mean, the guy died of, I mean, I guess if you can live to 65 and live the decadent lifestyle that Eddie did and he's rock star, I guess. It's a good life, right? 
Right. He's probably not. I mean, he's probably looking down, and he can't be too sad, other than the fact that he left his family. And um, he's probably looking down and just disgusted with the music industry well, in general. It kind of got to a point, you know. Especially metal. Jesus. It got to a head with me, Part though. Of a shit show. It got to a head with me because I'm very fortunate. I mean, I lost my sister a few years ago. But other than that, my childhood oh, heroes. Years. Yeah, it's already been deep, believe it or not. My parents are still alive, knock on wood, and I'm very blessed for that. But my childhood heroes, most of them are still alive. That was almost the first one that really hit me. And I think I, I pretty much, I think I text all you guys when it happened. And just brought back so many memories for me of Van Halen. I mean, they got me through. They, for one, they bridged the gap to me from party rock, I guess, to metal. Because right after that, Metallica came. I mean, Metallica was already around. Thing, would you really consider Van Halen metal? No, they no. were party rock. They were, they, were rock. they were party rock. No, they were never. I mean, Eddie could. I mean, Eddie was a met. I mean, he could, well, he everyone shred. stole his shred. He could shred. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I didn't consider them metal. No, they no, weren't. They were party never. rock. They never were. And even during when they got into the Hagar era, they definitely calmed down a lot. They definitely weren't. But. I think even the metal bands respect Eddie and you know give him credit for. Well, yeah, their solos are strictly based on God. Like I mean, he, dude, really, yeah. honestly, I mean, we could talk any music. Kurt Hammett's solos. I mean, you can listen to the yeah. Kurt Hammett from Metallica. You can listen to his solos and hear Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that I mean now. Tapping stuff, yeah, and I mean now, now if you listen to guitar players and bands now, they do it now with these. So. But he brought it out, and he was a. It's almost like Little Richard, their first time, you know, playing, you know, crazy on the piano and stuff. People, you know, Chuck their, Berry, you know. They took their instruments and did things with them that nobody yes. else ever did. Well, he literally made his own guitar with a bunch of different stuff. He called it Frankenstein. So he, he took different parts of a guitar, different frets, different pickups. That, you know, famous guitar that he's always played. He made that, but, I mean. You know, I don't know if this is true. Did you hear that before the red and white one? That they, he had a, I mean, I know I've seen it. It was a yellow and black. I'm yes, that, that was in the early, early Did years. you know that he put that in Diamond Daryl's casket and he's buried with it? Wow. I, I did that. not know that until I didn't know that he either. died. Somebody it's a crazy thing. These guys, are all, these guys are all part of, like, a community, man. Like, if you... Well, Diamond Daryl loved, you know, he said that that was his, like, idol. Any, any and so at the, yeah. well, at the funeral, he said he wanted to be buried with a replica of it. And wow. Van Halen showed up with the original and put it in his That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty crazy. Cool. That's, cool. that's pretty crazy. So yeah, I mean, real recognized, real. I was pretty sad. I was pretty sad this week. I mean, I found out some stuff I never even knew. Like I think we talked about this already. I mean, if you want to go back and we talk about bridging musical worlds together, we always talk about Run DMC and, and Aerosmith. I think I think I think Beat It came out. Hold on, that fucking song is so overrated. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. Walk this way. You're hijacking my thought here. I think Beat It, Matt, you're a music aficionado. Beat It came out before Walk This Way, didn't it? Michael Jackson. Okay, Eddie Van Halen playing a, a rock metal riff shred guitar to a R&B pop icon at the time was unheard of, I think. And yeah, he did it for free, I found out. It was the record was, company. Though. Okay, yeah, but either way, for a guy of Eddie Van Halen, I mean, who, who was bigger at the time? Were they both pretty equally popular? No, I, mean, I was talking, talking Michael Jackson was Michael no, Jackson. No, I was talking yeah, Chris well, I, Yeah. So what it was was is that Van Halen was big at the time, and they were trying to get Michael's solo career off the ground. That's why they wanted Eddie on. Yeah, the before track. Thriller, Michael was still Michael. He was. He was big, but he was not. He wasn't huge. Thriller Michael before Thriller. No, he took he, off. He, after yeah. That. So, but I'm saying I think if we, we're we're talking music today, we're talking our three our influential albums, things like that. If you want to go back in history, 
you always talk about mashups and where music got today. I mean, you can't get much bigger than Eddie Van Halen and, and, and Michael Jackson together. See, I never knew that till tonight, actually. That he, And I always thought bad. I was like, this is a badass guitar riff. And I never knew it was Eddie Van Halen. That's yeah. probably my well, favorite Michael Jackson song because of the guitar. If, if you're a huge Van Halen fan, and, like I am and Eddie, the tapping, you can always tell him. Like you can, yeah. Alex's drumming, you can always tell. He had those yeah, really hollow sounding drums. Well, it's drums, all the way yeah. you tune. It's the way you tune them. But no, no, Van Halen song, you can always like. Which brings me to like when Fifty One Fifty first came out. I heard Hagar, and I didn't. Back then, there was no internet and stuff, so you'd be like, "All right, what's it?" You could hear Alex playing. You could hear Eddie playing. You don't have that today in these bands. Today, it's a band, and they're just whatever. Well, you, you also want to know what happened then, though. <laughs> Is that once Dave left, you know, you had that huge personality that left the band, and the two big personalities took over. It happens. It happened well, in Metallica too. They became you a know, better band. I think. One, yeah. Once Cliff tighter, tighter, tighter. Once Cliff they was, yeah, Once well, Cliff was dead, maybe more clean. Yes, they weren't as much party. No, I'm not saying yeah. better. They turned the drums up big no, time as soon as. There, like, we, we've, I think we've already we've high discussed high. this between like us. Metallica did that. Also, Metallica did that because I hated that. A lot of people don't realize that. Jason Justice, out. Yeah. Oh no, and Justice for All was didn't have no, no bass. bass player. Nope. Yeah. I, not a lot of them has no bass on it. Well, they talk, you know, I'm a big Metallica fan too. They talk now, I mean, they rousted Jason for years. He was never really part of the band until like the Black Album. Dude, that guy, that's why I was trying to. He wasn't to, the greatest bass player either. Who cared? I'm not saying he was okay. But no, all I know is if you watch some kind of monster, if you watch that movie, some kind of monster, you. Feel so bad for Jason. Of she said it's not even funny because if I was that dude, I would have fucking ran how, to the hills. How, okay, hold on. How much worse is it than of a new bass player joining a, a, a multi-platinum rock star band or an apprentice but tattoo artist? What do you do to them, bro? They, but they, they no, were no, multi-platinum. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, they were, dude. After after mass after master puppets, they weren't huge. Not as okay. big as after but I'm saying, Justice though, for All. When you when you join something that's already been kind of going, especially if you might dude, when a new pizza guy comes, I mean, I teach him the ropes and stuff, but I'm not. We're not going out and slamming beers afterwards or anything like that. I mean, you have to earn that. It comes with time. Okay, but you're yeah, about when they get a, when you're big and you get a new musician, like they're the you, best of the best. You got you got to remember. You know. compared a couple things, Dave. Ben Johnson. Ben. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not really. Not really. No, okay. I'm saying <laughs> they were. I'm saying what if the new, say Metallica has their new bass player now. Well, yeah, right. So they stole like they're not so just picking guys. some guy. They're picking like the best guy. But you made a compare. We were talking earlier in the week. You made a comparison. The difference between Van Halen breaking up and like ACDC, the singer died. Their bass player that they start Metallica that they started the band with died. They brought somebody in to replace him. He didn't leave. David Lee Roth left because he was a jerk off. I mean, so I mean look, I like no, dude. I love David. Cheesy as hell. No, no, I like them both. They're great. I showed. We were. I was she listening to Andy yeah, Rose good. last night. I was showing my kids the difference, but he was a personality. But he left. He was too much. Of a he left. <laughs> so of course there was. You know, you, you either pick the band or you go with Dave. ACDC, Bon Scott dies, you're going to accept the new guy. I mean, he's the new guy, whatever. You mean, you, there's a difference. There's a difference that from one from one to the other. Bon Scott, uh, Brian Johnson will also tell you that he was kind of trying to copy Bon Scott. Yeah, I mean, a, lot of, a lot of people say they sound the same. They do a lot. I don't think they I don't, do I don't. I, I think they've got a similarity, but they, he's he said he was trying to copy him, but Bon Scott... Right. Bon Scott literally just sounds like he's yelling into a microphone. 
You don't think was great. You don't think they got you don't think they got Hagar because he could sing every high note that they did and more? I think it was actually I think Hagar's a better singer. Oh way better. Way better. Also can play guitar too, which freed Eddie up to play the keyboards, which we never talked about. He's amazing at keyboards too. I mean, you know, Eddie Van Halen was a musical virtuoso. I think Matt's going to been hijacking Matt's The one, the one thing that I did not know is I knew uh, he played Beat It, but Quincy Jones said uh, he killed it on Thriller. He was on the guitar. The guitar is on Thriller. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. The guitar Matt with the musical nuggets. That's why he's yeah. here. I mean, well, Quincy Jones said a very heartfelt, you know, um, uh, you know, to R.I.P. to Eddie the Great. He said it took a couple of calls to convince him to play on Michael's records. Wow. So he killed it on Thriller, and he killed it on Beat It. So you have to give Eddie Van Halen major credit for... Yeah. I don't remember guitar and Thriller. Dude, now, now I have to go and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, we have to listen to it. Well, there's probably a solo. I mean, Eddie can play anything, so he could have played bass on that. I mean, the guy. if you hear the whole story about Van Halen, Eddie played drums first. His brother yeah, was a guitar gonna... player, but his brother was a better drummer. So Eddie said, screw it, take my drums and I'll learn how to play guitar. Guitar players consider being devoted to bass like an asshole, though. So I don't know about that. But another cool nugget is, through the years, Van Halen transformed to having Eddie's son, Wolfgang, play bass. Like, you know, at Mike Anthony Which left. Got some, he didn't leave, he got kicked No, hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. When Sammy left, Michael Anthony went with Sammy. They did... Uh, you know, uh, Cabo Wabo. I mean, they're still playing. They have a, a band called Sammy Hagar and the Circle. Which I personally the drummer think Michael is Jason Bottom from Let's 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 Michael Anthony hit all those highs. If you listen to, you want to know how great Eddie can sing? Listen to how many say I am Van Halen three. See, I'm a big Van Halen fan. I know it. I love Eddie. He's not a great singer, not at all. But that, but he made up for it in every. He also wrote almost every song for Van Halen, which is another reason I think Dave left. I think he, Dave well, wanted. I know to that was a big. There. That was a big thing for um, Hagar. Was that Hagar wanted more like creative input? On I think music. they joined some songs together. Well, no, he did. He wrote a lot of the songs, but like he had to they, fight for the it. The Van Halen brothers, I don't think liked it, like because yeah, he, he was taking over their band. Well, you got to think about it. You got to think about it. They made a brand. The VH was their logo. Everybody knew them for that. You really can't change. I'm actually been trying to make a high noon logo that looks like the Van Halen. Well, that'd be cool. I'll it's buy. It. I'll buy that for a dollar. Little wings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but dude, Van Halen's iconic. Are we? The H is easy, man. It's really hard to figure out. Matt, do you got anything else to share that we don't know about? Because that, that's one thing you guys don't maybe don't know. Matt is like a musical idiot savant. Uh, uh, he just called you an idiot, dude. Yeah. Uh, no. You're, hyping, you're, 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 you're giving me way too much credit, but no. no. Okay, so Matt's done. Matt's checked out. So are we going to continue to our uh, yeah, albums, or are we going to talk about so what we did this week? Uh, do you have any more to talk about Van Halen, or are we going to go... Van Halen is Van Halen. better with Sammy or David? Okay, that's the question. That's going to get into part of my album. Van Hagar. Van Hagar versus Van Halen. Van Halen with Dave was a better... They were a party band. They were the band that showed up, did all the drugs, drank, banged all the women, whatever... Crazy fun. Dave used to get. Remember, Dave used to get that big microphone. And he was a goofball. Their music was great. I think Eddie kept the music together. With Dave, was just all over the place. 
They got they they yeah. only had three hits, believe it or not, with Dave. But you okay? But well, you were stuck on that hit thing, dude. That that counts back then. That matters before the whole then. album was a hit. All their albums just okay. wasn't radio playing. But if you go back and listen to all of, all of Van Halen's songs, their catalog, they had about two or three good songs on every album. When once Sammy came, they just got a lot tighter. It dude, seemed to music, me like they had more fun. Music was very different back in the day, dude. You could have an entire album that kicked ass, but they only played three of those songs. To hear. I'll album. also say this. To, to Van Hagar's um, detriment, or maybe to Van Halen's credit, MTV hit right when 1984 hit, and they split. You, if you remember, Jump was on like every five minutes on MTV. Right. Panama, Hot for Teacher was on. Hot for Teacher was like one of the best that, videos ever. But do you remember oh, yeah, when Dave video. left? I so still do. It was the yeah. summer of '85. Dave left. Does anybody remember Night Flight, the video show? No, no, that one I don't know. You got me. See, that's, like that's yeah. going to come no, up with Nuggets. It on, no, it was on Paychen. It, yeah. it wasn't on a Paychen. I couldn't afford that. It was like, it was like a, it was a late night. Put the, it was a late night rock Was it like video the box? Show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't even know Before Headbangers Ball. Wow. It was called Nightflight. Don't know. Remember Ricky Rackman? That's where I first saw Motley Crue, Shout Out the Devil, and I was like, what in the entire world is this? That's probably their best. But that's where I saw a lot of Van Halen. Yeah, see, but that, okay, there's a great example is Motley Crue. Yeah. Motley Crue's first album is like one of the best. I love them. It's great. No, the whole album is awesome. Yeah, the whole album is. is good. Two, what was it? The Shout two, was two wasn't great. Shout, uh, no, Shout of the Devil, Devil was, was awful. And, and Theater of Pain was horrible. Theater of Pain was dirt. No, Theater of Pain was, but that's what I'm saying. They, those two albums were trash, but Home Sweet Home was on that album. But yeah, but the rest of the album was smoking. And no, smoking in the boys' room was bigger than that. Smoking in the boys' room. Yeah, but hold on. Oh, Tommy Lee playing. Eighties rock ballads were huge back then. If you remember, there was a there was bands that made. I mean, dude, Night Ranger had the idea that Sister Christian and Sister Smoking in the Boys' Room. That was a the fact that that was. I know, but the fact that that was. The hit off of theater, the, no, the no, that was theater of pain. No, that was theater of pain. Theater of pain. And, and, and Home Sweet Home, Home were the two hits, the only two hits on that dude, album. Dude, Smoking the Boys was horrible. But did I mean, you watch we talk, dude? No, I know, but, like watched, watched, but then, I know. I talk about the dirt. If you watch that, they were so much into drugs, and they, Nikki was like whacked out on heroin. They barely got together to make that CD. But then Dr. Feelgood was one of the best. they got clean. They got clean. So, so the so the question is, is so the question Ooh. is, uh, Van Hagen, Van Hagar, or Van Halen? Well, if you had to choose, back, 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 right. just back to the original question. Right. If you um, had to choose, see, but to Van me, that's Hagar, a, okay, that's a very unfair question because Van I have said, I think they're two completely different bands that had similar. They just had common. So, do we want to do we want to shelve the what did we do this week and go right into our top albums? Because I can I don't segue have that. For this all right, but you have, I, you have I have a funny story. story. We can talk at the end. Just remind me. We can talk about. So let's go. All right. So my point to you earlier was, and this doesn't totally. Rip, I mean, to me, because I, I'm a huge Beatles fan. I was shocked when I found out the Beatles broke up before I was even born. When my dad finally told me, I was like, "What? Are you serious?" David Lee Roth, most of us, you maybe because you're a few years older, even Matt, by the time we were in our heyday, 12, 13 years old, where we really started to listen to music, they was gone. When I was influenced, when music, when I started to get my huge musical influences, Justin I was 12. Justin 12. Yeah. I, <laughs> my, okay. Take that back. 
when I started to learn who I was and what I liked and music and things like that, 12, 13, 1985, Dave left. So at that point, I had 1984 to remember. I went back and back cataloged all of Van Halen, and I still loved all their stuff. But what happened? Dave went, did a solo. I liked Just the Gigolo. Yankee Rose was cool. 5150 came out, and it blew me away. I'm just going to say, Sammy, his voice just, I mean, blew through the roof. He played guitar to back up Eddie, and he was able to do the keyboards, but they had some hit. I mean, dude, their songs were amazing. Yeah. No, so... I'm saying they had a formula going forward with Sammy that just worked. As soon as Sammy, and I can relate more. Sam, they lost every bit of the punk, rocky edge. Oh, they they lost so did a lot of bands. Dude. No, I, mean, I understand, but so that's why they're two different bands. They you know, are, Van yeah. Van Halen with David Lee Roth, while it was just a rock band, they had a punk rock. Yes, they did. They, they had a thrag with more of like a like we're just going to show up. We're going to have our ripped jeans. We're going to play a song. And if it See, sucks, but that's we don't what care. I'm saying. I think that, did the same thing. I think by works. 5150, Van Halen. You know, Eddie Eddie Van Halen was going to show up to something in a tuxedo. Okay, but well, it's like it's like art, right? So like you have to get better when you have that angst or you're a new band. You have yes. your wild. You express this art. And that's what it was, and that's it might not be technically or critically acclaimed or whatever, but but I think that was what was special about early bands. Yes, but once I think they became Sammy, they were like technically like, great love songs, ballads, tight, but they, they were tighter. Well, okay, we talked about this before Metallica. After you go through Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and Justice, you naturally progress to something like the Black Album, you get older, you want to do, as an artist, you can't continue to do the same things over and for over sure, again. You, like, sure. look, even me in the pizza business, I Yes, but it make, comes down to motivation. Okay, hold on. Like, when it comes to Metallica, yeah. dude, I think those dudes looked at the fact that they were the top yeah. metal band in the world, and they weren't making any money. Ooh. So it was like, dude, well, we they had they did of money. Yeah. You know, oh. like, so it, well, okay, that's what it's all about point, art. Okay, at some point, right. you have to... Okay, but most artists money. don't make any money till they're dead. I mean, at some point, it has to. That's be. artists. Rubber artists. has to hit the road at some point. Look, we're musicians make their money when they're. Comparison old. for me, I started. I learned how to make pizzas, making New York style when I was thirteen. I wanted to learn more. I progressed to Neapolitan. I got better. Then I learned how to make rope. At some point, if you strive to get better, you can't be complacent. You have to learn something else. Especially, you, like Eddie Van Halen's guitar was so good, he wasn't going to continue to play party rock, thrash, or whatever punk. You know, music that he wanted to do more, and as you see, dude, I mean, the stuff that he did as he got older, maybe not as wasn't as technical as even Eruption, but he progressed. Is what I'm saying. As an artist, you want to Change. progress. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We, we, it's we, also up for debate because there's plenty of guitar players that look at Eruption. Maybe not now. Might be okay. probably the greatest solo of all time. But they didn't find that technical at all. They found it as technical. Oh, oh, dude, most of them can't play. A lot of guys back then just looked at it as a guy well, fucking around with a guitar. Do you right. remember the argument back then? Like now we look at it as technical. Do you remember the argument? That wasn't what they thought then. You know what was crazy? Noise. What yeah, did like they do? Like, do you really think that? Um, well, Eric Clapton probably didn't listen yeah, to like Eruption. That, that's and say, what I'm saying. This is great. No, I don't think is. he did. I think he listened to it and was all like, yeah, whatever. That's like how when Jimi Hendrix came out, he was like, right, what is exactly. this guy doing? See, now I think Jimi Hendrix would have listened to that and been all like, fuck yeah. This is pretty sweet. Yeah. You know, like, it's a different type of guitar playing. You yeah. Know, like, you know, but if you don't realize how innovative, innovative it is and hard to play. Well, right, nothing is now it's not at the moment it's being But look, once somebody does it, you've laid the footprint for everybody to copy it. So yeah, of course, 
every 13, 14-year-old kid that wants to shred learns how to play Eruption the same way they learned how to play Stairway to Heaven. The, the, the stage has been set. Like, there's guys that have been making pizzas like I do for hundreds of years that are, you know, way back. It's not, I didn't invent the wheel, so. Yeah, but those are also the dudes that are so reluctant to change. Yes. They don't innovate anything. But that kind of brings me to where we talked about where Van Halen went to Van Hagar. At some point, you bring a new component in with something different to offer. So I mean, let's not let's not let's not uh, get it back, twisted. Back, Hagar's voice was way better than Dave. Back to the original question. I mean, Dave was cool, but if you listen to them now, as they've gotten older, Sammy Hagar is still playing and he still kills it. Back, Dave looks horrible and he sounds horrible. Back now, to the yeah, original question, sure. though. I think I would have to go with uh, David Lee Roth. That's cool. Because I'll, I'll say this, I felt that original Van Halen was much more innovative in rock. Sammy Hagar, Van Halen, while good, was radio music. Yes. Um, so, yeah, but, but, but you got to remember, when they when, when Van Hagar, quote unquote, got together, that's There's when the age, hold on, but that's when MTV really blew up. So we don't know if they would have been cutting edge if it wasn't for MTV. MTV followed every breakup news footstep. You remember? I, I'm, I'm losing your point, though. What do you mean cutting edge? MTV, MTV wasn't as big when, Van, before 1984, there was no MTV. Van Halen only had one album with Dave on MTV. When MTV started to get huge is when Hagar joined. So, of course, they see more commercial yeah, but I'm than, saying that they weren't. No, they They, they weren't groundbreaking once they got Hagar. But, but they MTV were just took them and rode with it, and they right. became hits. After hit, they turned out hit. After hit, so they became something different. Well, that's because How they, they know? knew it would sell. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know that that's the case. Thing. MTV showed a lot. Dude, MTV made and break. Made and made and broke a lot of bands. I don't. I don't I, think that that um, like defines good music. Is well, what MTV plays. No, not at all. But if you're growing up in that time, especially not back in the day, dude. Well, basically, if you had a video, they'd play. But that's because no bands had videos. But growing up, if you were talking about when you get when we go to our topic of best top three, it's not even our the best albums of our maybe just most influential. Influential is what was going on at the time when you were probably in that. 10 to 13 windows, what molded you to be who you were? Influential is completely an individual thing, too. Okay, well, that could be Influential that. to me and influential to you are completely But that's why we're going to have different uh, albums. That's why we have different bands that we like. That's why yeah. we have different movies that we like. Of course, that's why going to our... You want to go first? Because I've already got a favorite hint to my... Does Matt want to get involved in this? Hold on. Chris, Van, Van Hagar or Van Halen. Van Halen, Justin Van Hagar I'm or Van, Van Hagar because it was right during my wheelhouse of ten of ten to thirteen when I was okay. developing. Right. Big things happened to him listening to Van Hagar. You can Dude, tell. no, I had you know. You got here. Let me, let me, let me, first time he jacked no, 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 no. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Love, love comes walking in. Yeah, of course. No, <laughs> Dad comes walking in. Hold on. Let me explain something to you, and it'll make sense. But go. You want to do your? You want? You want to do your three? Make minutes first. You explain okay. yourself first, and then we'll go. I moved from. We talked about this earlier. From Jersey to Cali, I didn't have a ton of friends, but music. Did you try to walk, man? Yes. Yeah. So I had. I skateboarded. I rode bikes. I lived right by the beach. I hung out a lot alone until I got a lot of friends. But once I did, we started hanging out and talking music. Van Halen was huge. Motley Crue was huge. Metallica from the Bay Area was right there. Van Halen just did something for me right between 1984 and 5150 album. And I still like Dave after he left and did his, but it still sticks with me as like nostalgia. So I remember 5150 more than I do 1984. 
because it hit me in that certain time. When it comes to my favorite bands, I'm gonna have one that is specifically, I mean, people might like them, but for me, it was, there's something about that band and so well, wait, are we talking one? bands or are we talking three best albums? Well, let's start so, with bands. So well, no, are we doing both? Because I didn't we're know we were doing We are? So you're yeah. doing throw so me a... Influential, right? Influential bands. We're starting with bands or albums. I thought we were you. just doing albums, but I mean, we could do both. No, we could do both. Let's do both. Okay, so... I'll go first. Are we doing influential or best? or? Let's start with influential bands, and then we'll go to albums. It's all personal. Yeah, it's all personal. There's no right or wrong. All right, so I'll start. Um, influential bands, um, definitely Queen Drake, wow. which is the one I was just talking about, where I know that they're not exactly the biggest band. They ever. were a studio and, band, for and, sure. Well, no, and that's, that's the thing. It's a little bit kind of like what you're talking about with Van Hagar and Halen. I don't really like Queen's Drake, Silent Lucidity, Empire, but everything that they did before that was like this hybrid of almost like metal, opera. I, I, I love Queen's Drake. That's and, a solid, yeah, that's solid, man. I mean, I mean nobody's gonna argue with your, your I mean, well, I've always been a sucker for bands that actually have a lead singer, especially metal genre. Like Iron Maiden? Which that's great. where, you, you ask yeah, them, yeah. that's their, their motivation. They hit their stride when, when Dickinson came. I, I yeah. always have been fans of metal bands where they could sing. I don't necessarily need them to sing all the time. Like a I like the fact court. that the guy can sing. But they yeah. can't. So yeah. one of my other favorite bands, this is not on my list, but like, oh, just to give you an example. Wait, wait, wait. Well, no, just to give you an example, I love Fear Factory. And that is strictly just because Fear Factory. Fear Factory. You got me yeah, a little, little lost on band. that one. That's okay. It's a huge metal band, actually really influential in kids nowadays. Like the 80s era? Or? No, it was 90s. 90s. Um, so Fear Factory was, I don't want to get too far ago, but Fear Factory was pure metal, lots of screaming, it was like screaming and stuff, but then he would get real melodic. Like, kind of like Pantera? Like, like a, lot, like, you know, a lot like Dream Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot like Dream Theater. I like that. Not, the songs weren't like 15 minutes long, though. Right. But, um, and the other thing that was awesome about them was all their music was about um, basically, every one of their songs was a soundtrack to like Terminator 2. It was always about like robots destroying humanity. Oh, yeah. So it was good. So Queen's definitely one of my favorite bands. And back to what you were saying, a lot of it is nostalgia. Of course it is. I remember yeah. very distinctly driving up to, or, um, to Pine Top during the summers with my Walkman on and. Queen's Drake was one of the few albums my parents were like okay with because the guy could sing. And your parents so were straight, just, they, Dude, I, I, had, I had a tapestry of Shout at the Devil with an upside down star on my wall when I was 13. <laughs> my parents didn't care is what I'm saying. I, mean, they let me pretty much, I don't know if that's way, good or bad. Way too Catholic for that. Uh, my parents were supposedly, uh, my parents were Italian Catholic where they would shoot somebody and then go to church after like in Goodfellas. I guess. Well, that's I got kind of Italian uh, Catholics in general are just walking contradictions, but that's what's it. Like. Um, so my show. second band make a little bit more sense. Just turn of the century type high school was Wu Tang. Yeah, Wu Tang was my first. Wu Tang was my first exposure to actual hip hop. I still around. Yeah. Uh, before that, I was super gangster rap. Yeah, I know. But I, know. I did not understand hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I you, mean, you, there's a, you know, and, and that's a good point because me and Matt know, and 
hip hop and rap is totally there's, there's a culture to hip hop. Rap is, and that's kind of like where we're at today. There's not much culture left in hip hop anymore. There's a few. Well, hip hop used to have elements. Well, I, I got taught that. By there was also graffiti. things going. There was also right. things going up. Well, break dancing for one, and it, of course it started in New York and the Bronx. We can go into that, but I don't want to. I don't want to hijack your whole thing. But gangster rap. When when NWA came out, Ice Cube and all that, they blew that all out of the water. You know that changed. That changed everything from that point, right, Matt? Would you agree with that? I got to get his. Uh, yes. No, it's all he's got. So, so yes, where was, there was B-Boy and breakdancing and hip-hop and graffiti. But where did, like, NWA okay, said, screw you. Not to change everything up, but where did, like, Tribe Called Quest and... They were... Uh, it was New York? Like, Native tongue. They were a group. They were a collective. No, but where did they come from? Queens, New York. They're New York? Yeah, they're a yeah. okay. New York collective. Okay. But there was also backpack rap. is kind of like... I mean, yeah, we yeah. Grew, see, I was a... I was a backpack rap is hip-hop I was a fan that's of not, all music not, except for country, so we can go. That's why doing genres well, no, and I'm just for me is really hard. I'm explaining yeah. why, because honestly, most people would think Wu Tang was that influential to you, but it, you it know, kind of was. You know why Wu Tang it, it opened over. me up to a whole different type of music. Wu Tang yeah. was kind of like New York. I know that hip hop existed a before all that, but Wu Tang was what got me into hip hop at all. Because before that, I was a oh you're, you're, you're way new you're, you're new you're new new you got that new new see I you're before that I was strictly I was strictly just punk at that yeah. and then Wu Tang came out and I was like well no I'm not but here's the thing metal and gangster rap not much had different a, they, no they had a tie yeah they were not well, far off similar. it was all fuck the establishment yeah. shit it's, it's very machismo it's, it's hard it's massive there's a, there's a I was the suicidal tendencies there's yeah, one yeah. so I mean that was very like. I'm sure you know this, Matt. Knows. Too. There's I one. Know. There's one CD that actually got banned, and the song you still can't find other than on YouTube, and it was Body Count with Ice T, and it was a song called. I remember. And I don't that. even know if we want. Yes, but you can't find that if you go and buy. Yeah, you like can. no, hold on. If you go to Apple there's Music, there's like hold on, hold on, hold on. bands that redid. Hold on, hold on. If you go to Apple Music and pull up Body Count CD, Cop Killer's not on there. You Man. have to go to YouTube, right? Am I right? The, the police. Uh, the, the the group of police went and said they basically went on strike and said if you don't take this song off of uh, the regular album. play okay, but also, or the album we are done we're not going to okay, play the streets here, we're not doing anything here, here's the other that's how bad body count was here's the yeah. other thing though as a metal nobody fan has topped that since no as a metal fan back in the day I remember when body count came out I remember cop killer I guess. No, they don't, yeah, dude. No way. Matt, Matt, help me out. They were kind of, No, body count was the black suicidal tendencies. So That's so disrespectful. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, suicidal it's not. tendencies was suicidal tendencies. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. They were. They fit the same no. boat. Suicidal tendencies was a skate band. No. I'm talking thrash. Body count was similar. Yes, they no. were. Okay. Not, not even dude. close. Okay, Matt, you want to help do you agree? No, don't think anything. I mean, no. Suicidal tendencies was so influential. Body count was crash. Okay. Body count was a blip. Nah. And they yeah, basically they were a blip because they had their most popular song taken off of their album. They literally wouldn't have gotten any radio play or any. any not, nobody would have given a shit about them. I'm, if I still I'm comparing there. styles, right. though. I'm comparing no, styles. Sorry. I'm not saying. No, there's okay, plenty whatever, of thrash bands, dude. Like, no, no I, I don't like not agree with that. An anomaly, just something weird. No, yeah, yeah, they got a lot of recognition cool. for fucking cop killer. Yeah, but it was all shock value. It was the same reason, dude. Two Life Crew wasn't good. They just fucking everybody. Yeah, but look, 
Two Life Crew has laid a template for today's rap. Two Life Crew today is not shocking. <laughs> we have girls that rap dirtier than Two Life Crew. That's today. not my point. My point no. is, is that Two Life but Crew at some was point, shocking. Somebody wasn't good. Okay, right. you know, but, like, okay, but who set the standard? Honestly, Gucci Crew. They were no, way better than they weren't, but they were nasty as Two Life Crew. Yes, so, they were. Not as bad. Not Gucci as bad. Crew for sure. They never got banned. Well, no one knew about them either. Okay. Right. Okay. So I like my third band. So Wu Tang. I and the other Queen thing was, was that I, it was weird because you had your favorites in Wu Tang. Yeah, we're gonna go long today. Well, we can. I'll, I'll quicken it. You could have your favorites in Wu Tang. Like I loved Ghostface. I thought the still Rizzo, do. I thought the Rizzo was just like a genius. I loved his albums. Well, I didn't actually. Rizzo was a producer, but I know that. But I'm talking about his actual albums. Like Bobby Digital was oh, fucking awesome. Amazing. Um, Damn, so I'm, I'm impressed. Jeff gets some street cred. Yeah. <laughs> I've known that already. I'm just messing with you, dude. Keep going. I wasn't some poser just wearing dude, fucking I know that. I'm shirts, just messing with you. Keep going. Keep going. I used to have Wu wear. I know you. You still do. I know that. No, Wu wear doesn't even exist well, anymore. Wallabies? You got to be with you the Wallabies? No, I, I wasn't that stupid. All right, keep going. Because I'm West Coast, bro. Oh, I ain't going yeah, to rock East Coast when I'm from right. fucking Phoenix. All right, keep going. Keep going. Um, so, but you could have your individuals in Wu Tang that you liked a whole lot. Um, like I, I'm trying to Method think. Method Man, you know what was ODB? Really Obviously ODB. ODB was just uh, his his solo album. Wild was so good. Could you imagine if he didn't die and came out? I remember. Did, did, did you remember like? the day his album came out when he was on was MTV? Yeah, do you remember that? He probably was never no, to be on MTV do you, again. After do you re- no, well, no, I don't know if I remember, remember that exactly. Okay, no. so here's what happened. He fucking was on MTV. And MTV, when he released his album, followed him going to three different boroughs in New York, picking up his welfare check. I don't remember that. Dude, it was so tight. And when his album came out, he literally was wanted oh. in all five boroughs. He, was, <laughs> he had to fucking... Well, dude, if you know about Wu-Tang Clan, which I sounds like you do, I'm very impressed. They all came together from different boroughs. They weren't... Rizzo went and got these well, guys. Staten Island like, was shouting. But, I mean, he went and got these guys from all over. I'm, dude, I'm so... Raekwon was probably... Raekwon and Ghost are my two favorite, and they put out a CD. That they were all from. They were all from. They were all from Staten Island. But they're still around, dude. Ghostface still puts out quality stuff. Uh, Ghostface spends most of his time just hating. So, have you have all any of you watched um, yes. from Mike's to Men? Yes, the, the, the television show. Dude, you have to watch. It's that. really good. It's a documentary, it's pretty a, much about Wu Tang. It's, it's actually well, television actually series. Wu-Tang, it's a series. You watch the Wu Tang series, but it's more than that. It's it's a, it's yeah, a, the, the one that was on Hulu. Yeah, the one on Hulu was good. Yeah. I'm waiting for season two. Season two is yeah, done. It's, 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 it's already like, it's already done. I was a little worried about it because yeah. it's been a while. I don't know done. how much more they can show. Oh no, there's still there's still a ton of story. That's a crazy thing. There's still a ton of story. Matt, I don't know. It's not concerts. It's not a documentary. Backstage. It's like a documentary mixed in with made up stuff yeah, so that it can a, keep going. Yeah, right? it's a television show. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. All right, last one. Um, so you got Queen's right? Queen's right? Wu Tang. Wu Tang. We're talking about. So, last one. This comes back to my New Jersey and punk rock type roots. Misfits. Okay. Uh, but I, I had. But see, I have a really weird thing with the Misfits because my family's from Lodi. Yeah, I mean, I'm right so around the corner. I know. That's where the misfits came from. Yeah. So I have stories like my cousins talking about just hanging out with them, you know, going down to the corner bar and the misfits were playing. See, that's nostalgic. They went to the to scene. You. 
They went to the same high school. One of shit. the best punk bands ever. Right? Absolutely, dude. Yeah. I mean, the, the idea that their first album was recorded in their high school bathroom <laughs> is just so fucking punk rock. It's not even funny. Like, the fact that they broke into their high school and recorded their first album in the bathroom. Yeah, that's That's crazy. just so tight. That's, Did that's you ever hear the first album? You yeah. didn't have a guitar. Yeah. He, Danziger Glenn plays a harpsichord <laughs> on the first album, dude. And I love the fact that it was not meant to be taken seriously. You know, a lot of punk is political. And, you know, right, right, The Misfits right. was just, they'd watch a shitty old movie, you know, like late night movie, and then they'd make a song about it. They're just having fun, you know? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And they were talented, and it just came out, and it was good. And then, I mean, you start to realize that Glenn is a bit of a douche. Oh, yeah. You know, but, <laughs> and I mean, Danzig was definitely cool too. I loved Sam Hain. The yeah. Misfits were actually influential to me. Like, I mean, I, all through high school, I drew the Crimson Ghost on everything. Hell yeah. I mean, just everything. You know? Yeah, they had the iconic logo. And Which he stole. Did oh, you know yeah. that? And that was from a movie. He, I think it was, um, they stole the name too. That was a Marilyn Monroe movie called The Misfits. Yeah. And so everything The Misfits ever did, I and mean, even Danzig, the Danzig skull, I have the comic book that he stole like the, that off. The horns? Yeah, that's straight off a comic book, dude. He just, shit. he just stole it off the front of a comic book, dude. So I've got The Misfits, Wu-Tang, and what was my first one? You're not, a, you're not a legit artist unless you steal. Ah, right, what's, what's one of my saying? favorite sayings, dude. Good artists borrow, great artists steal. That's it, that's it's it. It's the best saying ever because I feel if you're a real artist, you understand what that means. Yeah. If you're a fake-ass artist, you're just offended by the fact that, no, it's about creativity, this, that, and the other. It's like, not really. Not really. Not, well, <laughs> it's about good. absorbing everything around you and spinning it back out. Yeah, in you a know? creative way. Yep. That's what Making it your own. You know? Is Matt going to do his top three? No? That would be too hard for you. So, those are mine. Um, you know, I'll go last. I first of all, Black Sabbath is my... Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let me uh, say, I'm just kind of sticking with the rock genre, because I could go into any genre. I love yeah, music. Jazz, I love like uh, Ella Fitzgerald, like uh, all that wow. stuff. Is, like, but would they be your favorite? Well, it depends on the day, it right? Sometimes, on, right? It, it's like totally different. Like, it, well, I mean, I stretch my boundaries. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I went punk metal in. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna stretch mine. I just wanted to say that, like, I just love that stuff also, and I could, you know, those we all could go into different genres. Oh, I mean, if I got into Motown and stuff, I can't even talk. I mean, uh, hip hop. I mean, I. I went through phases, so yeah, I mean, there's no way I can go through. Three is going to be, to my best recollection of my childhood, but it's going to be really hard for me to pick just three. You know what got me into Motown? This is fun. California Raisins. Oh my God. <laughs> totally got me into, like, dude, that's that, why they do that stuff. That album, dude, where it was just them singing all the Motown hits. Yeah, yeah. You know what got me, you know what got me, put me over the edge for Motown was when La Bamba came out, and they had all the, all the guys from. Now my no, but it wasn't it wasn't Richie Valens, it was the other guys on the tour on the I'm show. About the no, but, but I'm saying though all those Bob, guys Bob was the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know that art contest? That soundtrack. That's that eat it. That soundtrack was amazing. All right, we just we okay. just hijacked Chris again. Sorry, sorry. Oh, that's okay. What did I say? He's like soft spoken that me and Jeff just like take over all the time. Black Sabbath invented heavy metal. Yes, they did. Okay, in the 60s, they're doing this dark, out of nowhere, doing this dark ass shit, everyone's doing hippie stuff, and they're like, we're gonna invent a whole new genre. 
It was weird too because yeah. they were a little hippie-ish. They were the dark. Hippie. You know what's lyrics? Yeah. They're very peaceful. You know very almost religious. What about Warpigs? But you know what's crazy about Black Sabbath? They did all that, like you said, but then they had a song called Ch "That Changes" that was redone later with Ozzy. Yeah, totally out of left field for them, right? Yeah. That was just awesome. No, that was Black Sabbath. If you look, that was Changes. Black, Changes was on yeah. Black Sabbath. I thought that was Black Sabbath. Yes, it was, but Ozzy redid it later. And it's been redone a few times, but it wasn't that crazy. I like out of left field. They did some weird stuff. If you listen to the whole album, they're not like instrumentals and just like slow songs. Everybody knows Iron Man, of yeah. course, right? So that's probably one of my favorite albums also, that was Paranoid from them. On the same album. Iron Man, War yeah, Days, Iron Man. Paranoid, all on the same album, yep. And uh, I played, I, one, I played albums back I mean, They're my all-time No, that's cool, but you know, Black Sabbath. Yeah, but you know what? Going back to what we talked about before, not every band was able to move forward when they changed singers because Dio came after Ozzy. They were nowhere near. We were talking about that though. It had its own charm. Oh, it had its own charm, dude. I like him as my. I like that album. Oh, man. Okay. I got to draw the. Dio was great, but I think Dio was way better on his own for me. But then again, maybe. That's a great Black Sabbath album with Dio. Did you know that Dio was credited with throwing up the he was the Maloy kid. Yeah. He's Italian. He came up with that because he said his grandma used to do it to him. Yeah. And just one day he got up on stage and threw it up. It was like yeah. a, um, to yeah, warn off evil, right? Yeah. Like, that's crazy crazy, yeah. Yeah. crazy yeah. story about that, a memory to my late sister. Jeff tattooed her, yeah. the Maloy kid. That's one of the things I actually still have to get as a, mem a memory of my sister. My grandma Jeff. used to do that yeah. shit to me. That's an Italian really? thing. Oh, dude, curse. Like, like, she, would, she would do it in the opposite way, not warding it off. like. You were bad. Your grandma was cool. <laughs> Something bad needs to happen to you now. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma used to just curse at me and throw stuff at me. My grandma wouldn't curse. Oh, oh not dude. that. You remember the little one? Yes. Little. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, she used to give me money. Little grandma. Little grandma was like the most sweetest lady you've ever met. I bet she had but a dark she, side though. Dude, she smacked my dad from across the table and put his tooth through his cheek. Nice. Wow. Dude, we're talking a lady who's like 85. Oh, pounds she was four foot nothing. And like four foot tall. Nice. I don't even know how she got across the table, let alone do that. Anyway, that's we still got we still got two more bands that I haven't even. Yeah, we're like we don't we're not going to get to our topics. That's so fine. I told you. Just music. It's going to be music. Right. It's kind of fun. Bad. That's okay. We don't always have to fight about Trump, and you always tell me it's just Trump. You're the one. Screw Trump. Doing, yeah. And see, he had to bring it up. No. He literally had to bring up no, Trump. He couldn't help you gotta, himself. You gotta it in. I know. It's crazy. All right. I, so my man, yeah, my picks might be uh, pretty safe, I guess. You're right, but uh, it's rock genre. No, I'm, just, I'm going black. Sabbath. I had to talk to shit a little. I'm while. going Pink Floyd, and I'm oh, going uh, You're psychedelic, dude. Pink Floyd. ACDC is amazing. We talked about that. They are Best one of the best. I've ever seen. Um, yeah. They're better than Metallica? Yes. A million times. Oof. Oof. Live ACDC live album? How do you think the live ACDC album literally them. sounded better? Yeah. Because ACDC well, speeds up when they play live. I, I, great I like band a lot should of their live albums live. better. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Dude, they are so dude, good. Live. One of the best live albums. Totally out. Dude, live after Dead Iron Maiden? I never even knew it was live. No, I just kept them screaming. They were amazing. But I'm sorry, ACDC's. To me, best live band ever. They, okay. They're it's debatable, but I'll, I'll, I'm there with you. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, they sound better. I mean, how many bands can you find that Not sound many. better live Not than they do That's on their own? That's rare. You know, they, no, I mean, a big most, most bands play backing tracks and all kinds or of dude, other stuff. Do you remember when they did the Long Way to the Top song where they just, that was real. They literally just set up in the middle of a town square somewhere in Australia. 
and started playing and thousands of people showed up and were just jamming the fuck out to them playing in the middle yeah. of the town. That's epic. あ、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、
Okay, shrooms. Pick your poison. I like smoking pot, but I like edibles. Dude, I have some crazy edibles. Edibles are nuts. Oh, you, st- you don't smoke no more? I haven't smoked for two years, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. Dude, that attacks. So I, which is why I do not yeah, like edibles. Yeah. Oh. Edibles, I'll, it's a recipe for me. Dude, edible, you know what edibles are like crazy? To me, it's more like taking pills. You don't know what you're smoking weed. It's the same thing with the pens. Everyone's like, oh, just do the pen, do the pen. It's different. I'm all like, this is not, I like smoking weed. I like that instant just like, The smell, nostalgia, you know, like. Dude, the wax is nuts. Don't do that. I did that once. Dab. Don't do it. Don't do it. it made right. my before really before you wander down the drug lane, yeah, get, get back to the music. Okay, I have let's get back to the music. I haven't done my. Should three, I do my done? my three albums? No, no. Do, do your do your bands first. Done nothing. Bands. Okay. So you haven't done albums yet. So no. I'm just doing bands. But we're just let's just do this. Wow, this is tough. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm so yeah. we're just let's music do bands. Let's just do bands. Bands not albums. I had my albums ready. Just bands. Damn, okay. That Dude, you knew we were doing this. No, we weren't getting Matt said to just do one that we were going to try and harden. You didn't talk Dude, look to how me long about it took. Look how long it took. Okay, well, But you didn't producer. tell me that. You sorry. literally, we had the conversation. I'm sorry, I forgot I was a producer. Here, all right. I'm not in the group chat. Yeah. All right. We need to make a group chat. We do. Note to self. Okay, Easy. so for obvious reasons, I think because of my dad, and I talked about my dad's musical influence on me, the Beatles were the first thing that I ever found as music was the Beatles. I, I knew Rocky I knew their B, no, but I knew their BBC like kind of pre I mean, if you listen to old Beatles, they were like pre punk, like kind of weird stuff. They redid Chuck Berry songs. They redid uh, Little Richard songs, like their old stuff. I knew about all that stuff, but to me like that goes to albums. They also got accused of appropriation yeah, too. I don't know. I no I don't oh, know yeah. about that dude. They they had a fifth Beatle that was black. So okay, regardless. That's true. Yes, I did not know. Yes, that. what's I his name? About, the, the piano I heard about player. The fifth Beatle. No, there was a fifth Beatle. He was black. I forgot his name. I he thought was that was an Eddie no, Murphy no, 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 no. That's not. <laughs> there's a truth. I'll remember his name and I'll tell you next time. But she anyway, loved you. Was called. She loves no, you, man. Dude, the Beatles. The Beatles were not Elvis. They loved music and they took things from other people. They're shout out to get the ride, but the bitch don't care. Hey, I didn't interrupt you during your thing over there. Queen's right. Anyway. So Best we'll, band ever. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, there, there are no Beatles, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. So <laughs> the Beatles for me was my dad. Um, Abbey Road to me is like, if you want to listen to a musical circus of ups and downs and songs, they have the ending of, the, of Abbey Road is like eight, 20 minutes of like five songs all is mixed that, together. Is that your favorite album from them? Yeah, no, we're going to do albums. We'll do that later. But um, so, seven. okay, really hard for me since Van Halen is in, I mean, Van Halen is probably my number two. I guess I'm being really safe here. See, this is why you, you fought for Sammy. No, no, it was just really hard for me. And this week really made me realize how much I like. I will Van say Halen. that. So, Re-listening to yeah, some yeah. of it, it made me and I discover just, how I've made I my whole family yeah. and all my employees sick over Van Halen the last few days. That's all I've listened to. So, And, of course, the third one's Metallica. So, and, you know, the Beatles gave me my love for music at a young age with my dad. Not to mention Motown and all the other Led Zeppelin rock and all that stuff that my dad listened to. Teen, teen years was Van Halen and then I found Metallica and they just blew my ears off. Metallica just blew me away. When I was 12, 13, right before I moved to Arizona, was in the Bay Area and Metallica was huge there. They used to do the Day on the Green shows and all those concerts. What was the first uh, album you got into? I actually heard Kill Em Off first. I went okay, back, yeah. so people were telling me about this band Metallica, thrash band, this and that. So even before, Master of Puppets, I think, came out right when I moved to Arizona. But 
Kill 'em All and Ride the Lightning came out when I was still in California, so I listened to Kill 'em All for it. Just blew me away. Just was. I mean, you guys would probably admit that's different than anything you've ever heard before at that time. Yeah, that was. I mean, they took they took Black Sabbath, they took Mountain, they took uh, Lemmy, Motorhead, and they put it all in one, and they just blew your face off. So, for me, those were my three. Um, for sure. And we're gonna save albums for next week, I guess. No, we got time. No, I think we're. I think we're. What do we have? Yeah, you could do albums. I still have Just make it quick. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, okay, so since I already went over like my favorite bands, yeah. I, I don't have a lot to talk. Well, about. do you want? Since I'm already yeah, go for it. We'll go okay. back in reverse so, order. All right, we already talked. My one of my my first favorite is Abbey Road, which I mean, like you talked about the Beatles' drug years. Abbey Road is probably you know iconic. Really the, that? Abbey Road was one of their last. I think that was okay. like '68. I think they might have released Hey Jude right after that, and that was it. Or Let It Be was the end. But Abbey Road is, I mean, everybody knows Abbey Road. You know, it's iconic, the, the cover. But just, there's so many songs on that. And Yoko Ono. Just a quick fact check. Um, the fifth Beatle was... Uh, Billy Preston. Was, was, now well, I remember. Well, Billy Preston was credited. He's the only He's the only one that has a credit that is a non I was right, see? I know my Beatles stuff. But, but he did not necessarily play. It wasn't really He was an influence. In, in, influence, though. He found them. So, I mean, I always heard Okay, but Billy, I, see, I, now, yeah. once you said that, I remember. Billy, okay, so Abbey Road. So it wasn't Eddie Murphy. No. <laughs> yeah, it was Eddie Murphy and Joe Piscopo doing Stevie Wonder and uh, You don't Mike remember that skit? that skit? Of course I do. But you're, you're, uh, you're dating yourself. I'm a little bit older, so I remember. Okay, so second album I'm going to have to say was, we talked about early, was 5150. And it, for nostalgia reasons, it hit me right at that age when I was 13. Uh, Dave just left. I just MTV was huge. Uh, Van Hagar was established, and it just remember. I mean, it was a big thing for me during that time at thirteen. And then uh, the other album is License to Ill, Beastie Boys. I mean, uh, so yeah, but, but so there the, here. So from that point, I pretty much went. I got rid of almost all rock except for Metallica, and I pretty much went hip hop from thirteen after or oh, wow. twelve, thirteen from life. But I, I've always listened to everything. All that time, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I went really big into rap after Beastie Boys. License to Ill was huge to me. Um, I still think most people would credit Beastie Boys as being pioneers to bridge. I mean, I don't know, Matt. Would there be so many urban, suburban kids listening to hip hop if it wasn't for the Beastie Boys? So we have to play. No. Okay. Well, you might not have had Wu Tang. Uh, they, they definitely uh, cleared, uh, paved the way for the light skinned MC. But, 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 they paved the way for the Anglo MC. Dude, one of the biggest tours, I, and Matt will probably, I think 1985, Fat Boys, Run DMC, and the Beastie Boys was the big License to Ill tour. You couldn't get. I, I have that. I have Disorder that release? Did have, you go? Yeah, I went to that tour, oh, and, so I, and I have the program still. I but, have the program dude, in my house. Beastie Boys and the Classics. Dude, the well, Fat Boys were awesome. The, of course they are. The crazy thing about the Beastie Boys, they started as a punk band. Rick Rubin found them. That's they the went to, you, That's Did not. Did you ever hear them? Of course, they, were, they weren't great. Oh, yes, they were. Polywogs, too. Look it up. Matt knows. No, I know they were a punk band. So they weren't they were great. Good. I'm never saying they were yeah. great. But the Beastie Boys were the first to really cross over. With, I mean, Run DMC, they were accepted in the hip-hop community. They were the first 
right? No, run, yeah, Run DMC will always be the first. No, but I'm Was saying run Beastie Boys were the first white rap band to be accepted. It really be accepted. The, the, the Beastie Boys uh, upheld the principles of yes, they were hip hop. Beastie Boys Great were question. real hip hop. They were not. Question. Great question. Vanilla for Matt because I I don't know if you. Know. I remember growing up, there was a video that like changed my life. I can't remember. If it was Slick, for your right party. No, Slick Ricker. If it was Run DMC, a was children's it, story. No, it, was it the one? It was the one where the the shell toes were having a duel in the street. That could be walked this way. No, no, not at all. Could be. It was Piper. Slick Rick, but it was no, where Run DMC was the shell toe kings back then. I know, but it was. I don't think it was Run DMC. Like they were having where like they actually made of, their own shoes. A pair of fucking like shell toes with red laces. Was like shooting out with a pair of shell toes with blue Got me on that one. I don't remember. Was that Chris versus Bloods? Yeah. You like gangster rap, but that's so. It maybe. wasn't gangster rap though. That was the thing. It was yeah, a New I don't York. Know that one. It was a New York like hip hop. We'll have to look it up. Uh, cannot but, remember who so, was. So for obvious reasons, I was kind of a rebel back then. I mean, Metallica got me to like the punk kind of state. Beastie Boys were pretty much punk. They were different. I mean, if you remember "Fight for Your Right to Party," most parents did not want their kids watching. The Beastie Boys, they were raw back then. They were, I mean, and there's, I have many other, LL Cool J I loved back then as a kid when wait, I was so wait, a teenager. Wait, 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 what's your albums then? Abbey Road. License uh, to Ill. Uh, 5150. And License to Ill are my three. Oh, okay. And, but Metallica is replacing Beastie Boys as one of my favorite bands in the band section. I flipped it up, I switched it up a little bit. Okay, so. I'm Even though the Beastie Boys are pretty close, I mean, it's really hard for me. Jay-Z, I have so many musical influences. It's, it's hard. hard to pick. Yeah, I mean, I could be here all day. I love Led Zeppelin. Right. I mean, there's too many. Too many. I know, but that's the whole thing. It's trying that's to what make this down. hard. That's the challenge, That's what makes right? it hard. Yeah. 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 Tri Park yeah. West is up there for if me. If you're able to I mean, say I, 20 bands, it's not hard, you know? <laughs> okay. Three, My, Chris. Uh, albums, four. run albums. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, Blood Sugar Sex Magic? Yes. Oh my god. That, that, dude, that was serious? amazing. Yes. Oh dude, see, Jeff, see, Jeff, this is that great album because is it shows crazy. how different we all are. Because no, I hate almost everything I like. I know that. I'm just, I, that's not dude, what I thought. Dude, the are amazing. You know what? I heard something really funny. If you're not a that's cat. That's the only album I like. No, I heard, I heard a super funny thing about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, here we go. Jeff's gonna shit on everybody else's choices. Here we go. I find myself going, what the fuck is that? And the answer inevitably is the Red Hot Chili That album, though. I don't know that album. But Jeff's weird, though. But do you want to talk about, like, nonsensical lyrics? Dude, they had Bootsy Collins and George, and George Clinton in their music. I mean, they... Oh, dude, Higher Ground is one of the best songs I've ever heard. Well, that was just well, I, know, that was that I know, yeah. but no, I, that I just... Was, that was before Blood, that. Sugar, Sex, Magic... I but oh, dude, that was. But see, me and oh, you were yeah. closer to this. Jeff was still shitting in his diapers at that point. That was, that was like. Crazy. You were probably only like five. five. No, oh. you were not, dude. I was in high school with. Did you check when I came out? Chili Peppers was like 89, 88. No, years. that was 90s. You 90s. were young then. You weren't in high school. That was probably. I graduated high, high school in 91. You're seven years younger than me, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, I think it was on the way to high school. I'm gonna promise you right now. I was Sugar Sex Magic came out '88 or '89. No, I would say not a chance. Or '90. I'd say '92. Nope. Look at '90 latest. '90 latest. Matt's looking it up. '90 latest. I was I was still in high school. No, no chance. That's '90s. It's '90s for sure, dude. I know. I was at Glendale High School and give it away. First off, you want to know how I know it was in the '90s? You're wrong. You're gonna be wrong. Watch, Matt. I had MTV. You're gonna be wrong. I did not have MTV in the '80s. It's either no later than 1990. So, uh, Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic is the fifth studio album by American rock band Red Hot Chili Peppers, released on September 24th, 
Okay, my high school, my senior year. It was my Boom. senior year, but I was... You weren't in high school? I'm seven years older than you. You're, lying. You're, you're wrong. I was in eighth grade. No, you weren't. How old are you? 41, 42. I'm 47, and I was a senior in high school in 91. So how are you, how are you in eighth grade? Something's not jiving, dude. Come on. Unless you were a genius, you're wrong. You're, there's no way. You were still in grade school. No way. In 1991, you were in eighth grade, and I was a senior in high school. How does that work? And I'm seven, six started, years older oh, than no, you. No, okay, I was in seventh grade. I started high school. Okay, well, you must have got jumped up a grade because I don't. Well, you still you don't know me. Oh, yeah, I, I heard Dude, Jeff hates a lot of stuff. Like, I, I love know me. I, I love Sublime. Jeff hates I, a lot. I got it from, that's part of why you know, I hated it so much, is because I kind of liked the chili peppers before that, Yeah. and then I hated them after that. Wow. Jeff doesn't like chili peppers. He doesn't like Sublime. He doesn't like Green Day. He doesn't like U2. I despise Sublime. Do you like U2? Yeah. You hate them too? Early, early U2's uh, great. Okay, early, no, do you like yeah. U2? Yeah, early no. U2. But I'm saying, you, you hate a lot of... Godly bands that most people love. Godly bands? That most people love. <laughs> Real popular bands. Like yeah, I Stadium feel like Rock I got bands. my own voice. I'm cool. Cool, that's that. great. Do you like Guns N' Roses? Absolutely. Okay. But my favorite album of Guns N' Roses is not Appetite for Destruction. What is it, Chinese Democracy? No, I really <laughs> like Use Your Illusion. That's good. Both well, that was later, right? Yeah, Use Your Illusion 1. And Use Your Illusion 2 was great. Two. They, I mean, they, they, it was a package deal. You first kind of was better. How about the uh, the, the no, no, no. Use your illusion. Yeah, usually illusion one had no memory. How about the one? How about the CD they put out with all the remakes? That Wait, maybe it will What was that? The spaghetti incident? What's that sucked. Yeah, that was it. Knocking on heaven's door. I used to love her. Yeah, that, that, that's knocking on heaven's door was made before. That wasn't on the spaghetti incident. That was on lives. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it was on lives. They had that EP. I can be wrong for once. Yeah, I liked Appetite. Yeah, well, of course. Good. I'm not saying it's it hard bad. to. Right. I mean, if that's, that's your just, if that's your first release, it's really hard to to plus just the that. cover art, the inside cover art that was supposed to be the cover. That was Robert Crumb stuff. Right? So, dude, that yeah. see, remember Crumb when I told you guys they did the chick ball? Did you remember when I told you we could do a whole episode of just music and we wouldn't have to do oh, yeah, any right. topics well, or anything? So, are we just about ready to wrap this up, Matt? I still got mine. Oh, wow. Yeah, we still got. And he's not done either. He's got one more. Um, I got so I already said Paranoid by Sabbath. So that's one of your albums as well as your favorite band. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so that's your third one. That's my. Yeah, I forgot my third. One. Uh, see, we talk so much, we're like hijacking. <laughs> yeah, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Paranoid. 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 Oh, uh, Nirvana's never. Played. Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a good one, man. And I'm, st- I'm saying not rock genre. No, no. Yeah, trust no, me. If we went a different job. How'd you feel about Lithium? Um, what that? That song? was my first album. Oh, uh, no. Or no, Bleach. 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 Yeah. Lithium's a song, but yeah. No, no, what was the third one then? It was, um... Uh, in re- in utero. In utero. Yeah, yeah. And then he blew his brains out. That was it. No, they did the live. They, they did, did the... Yeah. Dude, I got uh, to see them. I'm saying that was it. He was done. Matt's, like, shaking his head at me. Oh, well, whatever. There's an argument that he did not blow his brains out. Oh. Right. You know, the most ironic thing is that one of his last hit songs was, And I Swear That I Don't Have a Gun, but... That's actually, no, that's not what his last song was. I didn't say his last, I said one of. You want to know what his actual last song was? Please tell It was tell on me. the Beavis and Butthead Experience, and it was called, I Hate Myself and I Want to Die. Dude, those guys are I'm going to cry for fucking... <laughs> You're talking yeah. about grunge. Everybody hated each other. Everybody hated themselves. That, that, was, that was just the ice machine. You know, Don't be so scared. So that's the weird thing. You watch the documentaries of people who were good friends with him and stuff. 
they all said that they didn't think he was suicidal at all. Dude, no, yeah. everybody that's suicidal never thinks that. Dude, the, no, that's not Jesse true. from Lincoln Park, his wife swore he was the happiest he'd ever been before he killed himself. Yeah, that's a whole uh, other topic for another day. Chris too. Cornell too. Albums. Okay, well that brings us into this. Chris Cornell. One of my favorite albums by far is definitely Super Unknown. Um, I remember when that Soundgarden. album. Soundgarden. Is that Spoonman? Literally, Spoon Man? Uh, literally yeah. every song. Spoonman is like the weakest song on that album. But that's a great yeah. album. It's uh, a great that album. album. Literally Fell every Black song Days on that yeah. album is amazing. Yeah, I, I love Limo Wreck, I think that's the name of the song. Yeah, I bring that album. Dude, I even like Temple of a Dog. Okay. Anything with Chris Cornell on it is well, amazing. Well, no, because I mean, that's the other thing though. Like, I loved Bad Motorfinger. That was a really good, but dude, early, Soundgarden wasn't. But dude, I will I will say this, and I, I'm not trying to. Chris Cornell might be the best singer of our life. Our, our no, usually. No, no, I'm, ta- I'm no going to say he might be dude, the he's best. Out there for sure. He is you Robert Plant incarnated. Maybe he's better. He's Robert Plant incarnated. Or not, Robert Plant's like dead. No, you're crazy. Dude, Chris Cornell is amazing. Oh, oh yeah. Actually, you know what I think one of his one of his better songs, like vocally was the song he made for the first um, remake of the 007 movies. Um, I don't remember that. Uh, dude, what was the first one with Daniel Craig? Um, We're going with yeah. uh, Dude, it was the one where they do the gambling and all that. We'll follow up to that one next week. But Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Okay. He did the, sound sh- or the opening song to Casino Royale. That song is amazing. Well, I have no idea what well, it's called. You don't like Led Zeppelin, but his remake of Thank You might be one of the best songs I've ever heard. Oh, I heard that. Oh, dude, look, listen to Or Patience. His one, Patience right now is in the top ten best songs uh, charting. His remake of Guns N' Roses, Patience. Oh, wow. Even after, three years yeah, after. It's so good, man. It's amazing. So good. Yeah, well, he gives me, he gives me chills. He's my best album. Yeah, it's awesome. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like, you haven't talked enough. Keep going. You got a couple more. Dude, just claims that I talk more than he does. I find that. I awesome. didn't say that. I said okay. you're talking up. Keep so, um, <laughs> my next one, which is going to be really weird, and I'm going to get shit for it. Oh. Um, Culture Club, would you? <laughs> Astro Creep 2000 by White Zombie. Uh, okay. uh, I get that. That was their third uh, album, I believe. I wanted to say something. I like that. So, but coming back to like how you have personal experiences and stuff, that album came out the exact. Uh, one day after, I got my stereo system put into my black S10. Oh wow! And gangster with it, dude. I popped that yeah. CD in, dude, and I had my fucking MTX tens. Wow! With my Rockford Fos. Now, did you have Rock- a detachable or pull out? Oh, detachable. Rockford <laughs> Fosgate fucking amp and everything, dude. That album almost shook my like windows out because the beginning of it. Perhaps we better start from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like, dude, it just it I rocked you. my whole fucking car. And then my uh, third one is definitely going to be some basic bitch shit, but it was absolutely influential to me. Same thing. I remember sitting in the car with my headphones on, driving up to like, Pine Top and doing road trips. See, beautiful Glenda. Glenda, here we are. So, so beautiful. So we're getting a little late tonight. We need to get out of here. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, Master of Puppets. Yeah, wow. yeah. Literally you, loved everything. But I, I was a, a big fan of The Thing That Should Not Be. Yes. And, um, what the fuck was the other song? What Ryan? Oh, right. Yeah, Ryan. but there's no words to it. That's amazing. Though. They're the musical bluesy. stuff. Is yeah, so that's cool. the thing. I mean, people don't realize, like, they're instrumental. Because you like melodic metal. You don't like just, ah, like, that's why Pantera is great. That's why Metallica is great. Because they actually had segues in their songs where they. Gave you a little bit what of was, meat. 
it was literally the song after. Battery. The, uh, it was after Face the Thing That Should Not Be. It was the song after. Jeez, you got me down. Do you know? Do you know? No, that's, um, that's on um, Justice. I don't even know how to play it, it on guitar, oh, damn it. You look it up. But that was like one of my absolute favorite songs ever. Yeah, it, was just, it was just like four power chords, but just the heaviest shit ever. Sanitarium? No. Disposable Heroes? Leper Messiah. Leper Messiah. That's one of my favorite songs. Yep. How did I got song you. Go? God damn it. <laughs> That's how they, they have the interlude. I love that song so much I can't remember. Dude, I, I dude, that's one of my favorites too. No, dude, those two Look, songs. Me, in a me, row. me and Jeff are actually vibe. We got a vibe going on now. We're not right, arguing. We actually those, agree on something. Like, and everyone loved Battery, cool? which Battery was good, but that was absolutely those two songs in a row was just like I think that's what got me into the time. All right, I think we got to wrap it up. Me and Jeff are gonna go smoke a bowl and listen to uh, Master of Puppets in the parking lot in beautiful Maybe. downtown. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. Not really. Well, just kidding. That's a joke. Yeah, we might not want to. So, this is our what? Is this four? Is this number four? This is number four. Got a yeah. really good response on three guys. Yeah, you guys are really making us feel like we want to keep doing this. I guess if you like it, keep listening. We're I think we're getting better as we go. I think so too. Matt, yeah. Matt is uh, Matt's the amazing producer. He's you know he's making us sound and Matt, and give us one. One best album. Give one, us one, one best album or one best band. What's your uh, best album? Um, See, the music guy's going to have a problem with this one. Oh, uh, yeah. It's got way too oh, many. Yeah, it's impossible for me. Uh, Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt. Oh, yep, there right. you go. Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt is uh, in hip-hop, um, like Nas, a masterpiece. masterpiece. Like oh. front to back, no skips. Yep. Listen to it all the way down. And from where Jay-Z came from that to it's now? Just, it's just tough. It's tough for me. No. It's very tough for me. Well, I have a lot of likes. The only thing I know about Jay-Z, in all honesty, no. is the album. You want to know Just because way. I remember those album covers. That was, well, that was shot, that was shot of by one of my really good friends, Jonathan Mann. Yeah, because it, that was like the beginning of Photoshop. And one of our other, like, other good friends was a DJ for Jay-Z on tour. So we, we have a, Jay-Z's one of my favorite artists. I didn't get to talk about him. One of my albums that I didn't get to mention would have been Ice Cube, America's Most Wanted, was hugely influential for me. But I, I See, left I, that out for Van Halen because I was feeling sentimental this right, week. But See, America's Most Wanted blew me away. We could do a whole... We can do a whole segment. Let's on do a part two in a couple me, weeks. Me and Jeff can get in our gangster rap back. Let's do it. Dude, because corrupted Daz. Oh, how about low profile? Do you even know who low profile is? Corrupt is the greatest he fucking does, gangster rapper ever. No, 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 no. I love corrupt. Dub, Dub C. He's from the East Coast too. He's from Philadelphia. Yep, yes. and he got shipped out to the West Coast, yep. and he turned into that's a, a dog pound. That's a dog pound. This is another conversation for later. Okay, so we're gonna do a we're gonna do a West Coast gangster rap segment coming up here soon. Couple weeks. Dude, what's some corrupt song? We're not doing it. <laughs> that was New York, right. New York. Yeah, so. yeah, New York, New York, big city of dreams. All right, so you guys signing off from? Like, I think we're good. Signing off from uh, sketchy downtown <laughs> Glendale right now. We got more don't, a lot, don't, a lot don't, of flashing lights. Don't there. don't disc Glendale. Don't try to. Oh no, G Town's where I grew up. I'm just saying it's it's, it's, it's rough in some spots. Maybe not my Arrowhead. But Justin from La Piazza. Uh, Chris Bailey. Jeff Galeno. Uh, your Instagram uh, handle. J.Pizzaola. Uh, Chris Bailey Tattoo. Jeff Golan. Ink Bomb. Adding Bomb Jeff. We also have a misunderstanding to Meatballs Instagram, so if you like it, follow us on there. And then Matt Locks, the genius behind the boards here. We'll see you maybe in a week or two. Peace out.